0: letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from news talk 830 WCCO this is the all local
1: with Thursday's WCCO all local I'm Susie Jones today's stories include an update for you on Minnesota Twins Kyle Farmer who was hit in the face by a pitch Wednesday the ongoing fight against fentanyl and our unseasonably warm weather has golf courses hopping. But first, we'll start with concerns over flooding. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers continues to monitor rising river levels as communities like Stillwater prepare for potentially historic flooding. The Corps' Matt Mose telling WCCO's Vanita Saucar they stand ready to respond with nearly one3 Million pre-filled sandbags
0: pre-positioned within the state of Minnesota to include a variety of pumps and plastic sheathing that could be used for temporary levees. And you know, if additional resources are needed, we could provide technical assistance to those communities, or we can actually build temporary uh, levees uh, on an extreme case.
2: I'm Laura Oaks. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz joining emergency management leaders and others today to update the state on the flood threat.
0: We always say we hope that the flooding season is not that bad, but hope is not a plan.
2: National Weather Service flood expert Dan Hobetzal talked about the big picture.
0: We are going into the heart of our flood season. It's just now uh, starting to pick up. Uh, This is coming on the heels of what was a very active winter. As we all know, we had quite a bit more snow here in the Twin Cities, over twice as much snow as normal over the past winter um, and that wasn't just here that was across the entire state
1: and it's another scorcher for us today with temperatures expected in the upper 80s that
0: combined with low humidity and gusty winds at times is raising the threat of fire danger the national weather service has posted red flag warnings for all of southern minnesota and wisconsin including the twin cities it's like you know desert southwest phoenix scottsdale uh, the heat comes with very low humidity and that increases the potential for fires. And so until we get more significant rain in the metro, it's very dry out there and the threat of rush fires will be fairly high. WCCO radio chief meteorologist Paul Douglas says there is a change coming for more seasonal temperatures and some rain in our weekend forecast. A little bit of rain on Saturday and then we start to dry out Sunday Um, I promise not to use the S word there. There may be some S in Western Wisconsin uh, late Sunday, Sunday night. If you're heading towards Eau Claire, even Hayward Spooner, maybe a little bit of slush. I don't think we'll have any S to be concerned about here in the Twin Cities and for most of Minnesota. So it does cool off next week, mostly 50s, couple of days near 60.
1: If winter's over, it must be time for that other season. You know, road construction. More than 200 projects will greet drivers this year
2: to the tune of $1.3 billion. A figure state transportation department officials say is pretty comparable to what's been spent annually over the past four or five years. Department of Transportation Communication Director Jake Loesch says work zones can be dicey and they're reminding drivers to use extra caution.
0: Please drive undistracted, put your phone away and obey posted speed limits. Oftentimes in road construction work zones, speed limits will be lower than you may be used to. So we really ask folks to pay attention to those because that's really for the safety both of you as a commuter and as, uh, for the for the people who are working on that construction site. The
2: list includes roads and bridges, of course, as well as dozens of projects to improve airports, railroad crossings, and transit infrastructure. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO.
1: Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar talking about what's being done in Washington to help fight
3: the fentanyl crisis. I've logged and been focused on working to crack down on illegal drugs. Uh, this goes back my time as uh, county attorney uh, for eight years, and then also my work on the Senate Judiciary Committee, which also involved going after synthetic drugs on the Internet and many of the other substances that we added um, to the list of uh, serious illegal drugs. Um, and now we have focused on this. Um, I was one of the original co-sponsors, there were four of us, two Democrats, two Republicans of the... Uh, CARE ACT, WHICH WENT AFTER OPIOIDS, Um, AND EVEN WHEN WE STARTED DOING THAT WORK ON OPIOIDS AND WE DID OUR WORK ON THE uh, COP REAUTHORIZATION, A BILL I LEAD WITH SENATOR Mikowski OF ALASKA, EVEN WHEN WE WERE DOING THAT, FENTANYL WAS NOT YET A HOUSEHOLD NAME. WELL, THAT HAS CHANGED.
1: A scary moment in Wednesday's Twins game when Kyle Farmer was hit in the face by a 92-mile-per-hour fastball. Twins GM Thad Levine had a positive update on Farmer on the WCCO Morning News today.
0: You know, that's a moment in baseball where I think all fans come together in a really human response to a player getting injured. And uh, as you can imagine, Kyle was very distressed in that moment. So, too, were a lot of his teammates. And it was just remarkable that we were able to soldier on and, like, finish that game. But... He underwent surgery last night. Great news. His jaw is not broken. Uh, Surgery was significant. He'll be down for some time now, but... I think everything was really positive after what was a really scary moment.
2: This is Laura Oaks. The Minneapolis City Council has reached a multi-million dollar settlement in a case involving former police officer Derek Chauvin, who is in prison for killing George Floyd in 2020. During a closed-door session, council members agreed to settle with John Pope and Zoya Code for a combined total of $8.8 8 million. The two sued Chauvin, seven other officers, and the city of Minneapolis over excessive force, racial discrimination, and mis- conduct Pope and Code could release body camera footage of the incidents later today Laura Oaks News Talk 830 WCCO
1: The Minneapolis City Council has approved a change to the city's noise ordinance that will now allow for the Islamic call to prayer to be broadcast from loudspeakers for all five daily prayers in Minneapolis. Council member Jamal Osman says the move is a meaningful one for him.
3: I want to take time to really appreciate the time we live in. We live in a place that we can freely practice our religion. And um, this was something that put a smile, money, faith, uh, Muslim community in, in in city of Minneapolis.
1: And finally, our warm weather has Minnesotans grabbing their sticks and hitting the golf course. Barry Wallen is the PGA teaching pro at Emerald Greens in Hastings. He says they've been very busy.
0: Oh my word, it's been it's been amazing. Yeah, um, people have been waiting to uh, get out on the range, one or two people deep, and our, our range is like 50 people at a time. So there have been just a tremendous number of people there. It's been wonderful.
1: Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCOradio.com or by downloading Odyssey app. I'm Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO.